Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. I have a beautiful soul. Her name is Carolina Vasquez Mitchell, um, and she's a Mexican scientist. And I'm excited that she, her episode is on this month of September, which is National Hispanic Heritage Month. So it's just so apropos that she's here to share her journey, her story as a scientist, especially in a, in a field that is very unlikely for a Mexican woman. So let's talk about it. So Carolina Vasquez Mitchell is Chief Scientific Officer for Ciencia Labs and the creator of Dreamt Luchador and Quell. Prior to founding Ciencia Labs, Carolina was the lab director for a cannabis testing facility, the Chief Scientific Officer for Cushy Punch, and the head of research for Power Brands, America's leading beverage consultancy firm. During her tenure, she led several projects for uh, companies like Taco Bell, Pepsi, Quaker, and Gatorade. In 2017, Carolina founded the consultancy firm KitKem to support companies in the formulation and process development of cannabis, edibles, supplements, foods, and beverages. Carolina assisted a variety of cannabis companies with their product formulation, quality control, testing, and manufacturing processes. In 2019, KitCam became part of the Ciencia Labs, a Los Angeles-based powerhouse of innovative cannabis brands and products. She is also a founding chair of the Legalization of Cannabis and Hep, Hemp Edible Divisions of the Institute of Food Technology technologists. To date, she has developed more than 60 cannabis products with special emphasis on medicated and supplemented snacks. A gifted academic with deep experience in the developing regulatory standards of the cannabis industry, California's areas of specialty include organic chemistry 
and biochemistry research laboratory testing and operations, good manufacturing practices, good laboratory practices, quality assurance, and R&D for cannabis products, pharmaceuticals, foods, emulsions, and beverages. She has more than 20 years of experience with organic synthesis and extractions and has extracted DNA, RNA, proteins, and other pharmacological active molecules. It's a very tongue-twisted, so many science words here. So originally from Guadalajara, um, Carolina received her BS in chemistry, pharmacology, biology, and a degree in industrial chemistry from the University of Guadalajara. After completing the chemistry PhD classwork of the University of Southern California, fight on, um, California, Ka Carolina decided to start her consulting firm and left the PhD program early with a master's degree in chemistry. During her tenure researching at USC, Carolina published in three consecutive years and managed projects funded by the National Science Foundation, obtained awards for over 1 million trained laboratory instructors and taught organic chemistry, biochemistry, and neurosciences. Carolina has been featured in Rolling Stone, ABC News, Me Too, and Dope Magazine, where she was named one of the outstanding women in cannabis. Carolina is the science editor of MG Magazine, where she has contributed several stories which debunk widely held myths about cannibal, ca cannabinoids. I'm telling you, these words are tongue twister. But here's the thing, amigas. Our conversation is really clear. Um, she has a pan passion for cannabis, and she's doing great things in the community um, because of her work as a scientist. And so it's not a very traditional role because, I mean, let's face it, um, California legalized cannabis not too long ago. And so this is so important for us to get to know more and dispel any myths about cannabis. And so without further ado, I love to um, have you listen into this amazing conversation with Carolina Vasquez Mitchell. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Okay, I'm excited because we have a beautiful soul here with us. I met her at uh, this wonderful event called We All Grow Amigas, and as soon as she spoke, I was like, you need to be on my podcast. <laughs> and so she talked about the this one topic that we're going to get really knee deep in. And it's a rather controversial topic. Um, for, not for me, but, you know, I'm sure for many out there. But I know Amigas out there, you guys are open-minded and you want to hear everything from, as they say, the horse's mouth, right? From someone who knows the industry of cannabis. So Amigas, let me introduce to you this beautiful soul. Her name is Carolina Vasquez. Welcome, welcome, Carolina, to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Hi, thank you so much for the invitation, Jackie, and I'm very happy to be in your podcast. My name, by the way, is Carolina Vasquez Reyes Mitchell. 
when I was getting married, I refused to let my two Latin last names go. So now I have four names. <laughs> wow. See, I didn't even know that. I was like, oh, wow. Carolina <laughs> Vasquez Reyes Mitchell. Mitchell, yeah. Andale, muy bien, muy bien. Of course, of course, you know, like I personally, um, when I got married, I mean, I don't have a middle name. And when I got married, um, uh, you know, and I, I became a lawyer, I was always Tapia. And then, and then, you know, like, well, are you going to change your name? No, why? <laughs> I don't even add my husband's name. That's how hardcore I am. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, but you know, you, you, you don't win all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even Latinas don't win all the time. You have to. Yeah. You yeah. have to give some things go. So that's what happened. Um, but yeah, so thank you for the invitation again. And um, I grew up in Mexico. So um, I'm originally from Guadalajara. Uh, of course, I consider myself Latina, but I consider myself more Mexican than Latina. I yes. Uh, sí, sí, señor. <laughs> Especially like from Guadalajara. One, don't they say donde viven los machos? <laughs> or what is it that they say? I don't know, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And and um, where the mariachis from, right? Yes, tequila, yes. mariachi. I'm, yeah, I'm originally from Guadalajara, Mexico. Uh, I came here 10 years ago, no, 12 years ago, uh, full-grown Mexican. <laughs> came here when I was 24. Didn't know much English. I came here and I started working as a researcher at the University of Southern California. Um, I'm, I'm a chemist, so, um, and if I go a little bit uh, back in my background, um, I wanted to be a scientist since I was 12 years old, and then at 14, I enrolled in a, a high school that has also, like, a, it, it was a trade school in high school at the same time, so once you finish your high school, you also have a technical career. Mm -hmm. And my career was in industrial chemistry. So uh, breweries for beer and uh, tequileras in Jalisco and other industries. Um, um, well, they are very big in Guadalajara, very big in Jalisco. And we were training all of that, like big distillation facilities. We actually use the same process to distill alcohol that we use to distill THC from, this, from the cannabis plant. Oh. So, uh, when I was 14, 15, 16, I learned all the processes. I started extracting molecules that are very similar to cannabinoids since I was very young. And I fall in love with chemistry. I have been in laboratories for 20 years by now. Um, all my classes were in like science, thermodynamics, and physical chemistry. I, I didn't have much classes outside that um actually my husband said that I'm kind of like a, a robot sometimes because yeah. I just understand science and that's it um so once I finished that uh my my uh, high school and my technical career as a chemist I started a, a bachelor's degree in pharmacology so in pharmacology you learn how molecules work and interact with your body including drugs. So I fall in love with, with drugs, uh, the good ones, of course. Yes. <laughs> and how uh, I just found it very, very interesting how a simple molecule can change your behavior or can uh, help you with depression 
or can help with your pain. And I was just um, totally um, um, well confident that I was going to do something in the area of medicine, um, synthesizing molecules that can help um, improve your health. Uh, so I was very interested in that. And then after that, um, I wanted to come to the United States and do a PhD in chemistry to continue my career and be more specialized into how to create these molecules. So I came to the United States, but I didn't know English. So <laughs> I came and I was studying English, but I also started uh, as a research assistant. And that's where I was already working. However, I... I I didn't know much English, but chemistry is the same. Like yeah. math, science, chemistry, physics is, is very similar in Spanish and English. So I was able to do reactions and do experiments and work as a researcher, even when I didn't have 100% English. Uh, by now, I, I learn, I, I know now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and after two years of working as a research assistant at the University of Southern California, I started a PhD in chemistry. And I was there for about four years, but I got very frustrated in the program because there is a, a like towards the end of the program, once you finish all your classes, all your work, once you are already published, because I published some articles in scientific journals and a, and a, a book chapter, once you publish everything, you have a an exam where they uh, you have to prove that you have the brain of a PhD or a, a doctorate in science, right? So uh -huh. they give you an exam and uh, you have to present a project. And mm -hmm. what I presented was um, a solution for, uh, it, I, I presented, uh, we call it a smart devices or a smart insulin device, which was a patch that will go on your skin and it had a molecule that in contact with lower levels of sugar in your blood will get activated and release insulin into your blood. So you can regulate uh, insulin within having to have these uh, dips and hikes of sugar. Like as soon as your body detects that you have low levels of sugar, it will liberate the insulin into your body and you can regulate it just by having that patch in your body. Is this, would this be like good for diabetics? Of course. Yeah. And we can do that with other drugs. Uh, like, I mean, you can make a smart molecule, a smart patch that will auto-regulate. So you don't have to take the drug or an injection every four hours. Mm -hmm. However, um, since I was in a PhD in chemistry, yeah. the professors, uh, said that my work was more for pharmaceutical science or for medicine uh -huh. and that I needed to do something totally different. And yeah, I was like, so you want me to be a useless chemist? Oh my God. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, you have to create another project and it might take you another four years to graduate and blah, blah, blah. And I was oh, like, oh, hell no. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. No. Like I have spent six years by now doing research. I wanted to create something that I believe is useful. And you're telling me, no, uh, that's not a chemist. That's someone in pharmaceutical science or a doctor and I'm like are you saying I choose the wrong PhD anyway 
I decided to get my master's in science and chemistry uh-huh. and I decided to start my own consulting company where I, um, as a lead scientist, consult with other companies that wanted to create products like that. Yeah. So uh, I started consulting with uh, medical device companies, uh, with uh, supplement companies, nutraceutical companies. And then after that, I started also consulting for food uh food because there is a a very well for me cooking and food is chemistry like Mm -hmm. pretty much that's what you do in the kitchen you do uh small chemical reactions right like yeah 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 you do ceviche you put the shrimp on the lemon and you make the protein of the of the shrimp to uh, degradate well anyway it's a chemical reaction ceviche is a chemical reaction cooking baking so I started making difficult projects for food for the for these big companies. I even worked in a project for Pepsi. Um, and uh, they wanted to create a specific product that needed, a, we call it a molecular cuisine or something like that. I don't, I don't know if you have heard the, the term, but it's where <laughs> you use like very specific chemical reactions uh-huh. to make something. Um, and they wanted me to create a very specific product and I created for them. So I just started to get more involved into the food industry mm-hmm. and very, these very hard specific food projects. And then I started helping, uh, cannabis companies because it's kind of the same concept. Like once you are, uh, uh cannabis, uh, you are making food, right? Like right. you think about cannabis edibles, like a gummy or a chocolate or a cookie, brownie, blah, blah, blah. You're thinking about food, but you're introducing a drug on it. Yeah. So you need to know about pharmacology plus chemistry and food, because after all, it needs to taste good. You cannot make just something with a drug that tastes awful, that, that is just a pill or a capsule or whatever. But then cannabis industry has a lot of challenges and you have to know your knowledge about creating foods that taste good, that are stable, chemically stable, and also pharmacologically effective and stable. So I I was very excited about this area because I was like, oh, I love food. I'm a Latina. I like cooking. I make you know, I like cooking. Uh, I'm a chemist, mm-hmm. and I have always loved chemistry. And I'm a pharmacologist as well. And I love drugs, and I want to create products that people will try and people will benefit from it. Right. Of course, there is uh, the the recreational aspect of cannabis, right? right? However, in my perspective, like um, even though it's a drug, uh, I think it's a solution for other drugs. So mm-hmm. I think rather than cannabis being a problem, it will be a solution for many other addictive drugs like opioids and painkillers and alcohol and nicotine, tobacco. So I think it's a big solution for all those drugs that have proven to have many, many side effects. Uh, And however, we haven't even found anything in cannabis Mm -hmm. that have such a drastic side effect. Uh, We have seen from even 
pregnant women, I don't recommend that. I don't don't recommend that. Uh, but even uh, we haven't found, and when I say we scientists, the science community haven't found uh, effects like we found with other drugs yeah. on the fetus or on the new baby or on the mom like you have found with other drugs. Yeah, that's right. Again, I'm not recommending it. <laughs> yeah, if you're pregnant out there, no, don't yeah, do that. No, don't, don't do listen that. to me. Don't say, hey, <laughs> a scientist said I can't smoke. <laughs> you actually have to seek the advice of your own medical doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So, you know, I, I love this topic of the solution for the, for the drugs, for the other drugs, right? I mean, let's really talk about that because I think Okay, so I'm this person who really believes, um, I mean, and some but some may even say like I'm contra controversial or or that, you know, I'm a conspiracy theorist, but <laughs> I feel like the, you know, the medicine is out there to cure many, many ailments. Mm -hmm. And I feel that this medicine, which comes from Mother Earth, is here to cure people, but you know, these pharmaceutical companies don't want you to really try them because they're they, they're not gonna give them enough money because <laughs> they want people to be sick. So that's my conspiracy thought process kind of gal. Now you're saying that the cannabis is a solution for other drugs. Yeah. And, and I love that. So why don't you speak more about that, please? Like, can you tell us like specifics? Like, what do you find? Because you were mentioning before about your patch. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that would help out diabetics. Mm -hmm. Right. So in what areas do you see um, cannabis playing and helping people? Well, I, I see four main areas and actually, um, so in my company now that the no no after I consulted uh, with many companies and consulted with cannabis companies I decided to start my own company um uh I also work for a cannabis testing facility but uh, testing was still kind of boring <laughs> and creating products was much more exciting so I just I decided to start my own company Ciencia Labs I call it Ciencia because the science in Spanish and labs, well, Ciencia Labs, right? It makes total sense for me. Right. Um, and we created four different brands for the four main reasons that uh, people use cannabis, but also they are the four, in my perspective, as the as a scientist, um, the four main, the, the four aspects of health where cannabis have been proven to help mm -hmm. right because there's a lot of people out there and a lot of companies that said oh this cannabis science is so new we still don't know much and there are at least 60 years of research in cannabis six like, zero six yeah, zero six zero, six zero. Uh, the THC molecule was was isolated. That means that it was like identified isolated in 1960. So it has been 60 years of research, and they they when, once they discover and they observe such like the strong effect that THC had in our system, they started to make tests in everything. Like started to 
to test uh, uh, THC from any single problem they 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 can think of, right? And after doing so many clinical trials, there are four reasons that cannabis help with. The first one uh, is to reduce some of the addiction from other drugs, like there is any specific effect that THC has in THC and CBD. CBD actually has a very strong effect on that to um, reduce the sensitivity to like, um, it's kind of very complex. We still don't understand, but it reduce the craving of other drugs. Mm. So it, it, it in, the cannabinoids, THC and CBD actually are not very high addictive. Um, people believe that, uh, so there are people that consume a lot of cannabis, right? That they can consume a, a, <laughs> a joint or like a lot of cannabis and, and uh, surprise me and a, a normal person cannot handle that amount, but that's tolerance. There is, you can create a high, very high tolerance to cannabis, but that doesn't mean that it's addictive. Mm. It's not the same. Yeah. Having a high tolerance to cannabis and having to take a lot of cannabis to feel the effect is not the same as addictive. Addictive is the fact that you need to take the drug very constantly and with high frequency because otherwise you cannot function. Mm. And that's not the case of cannabis. I mean, they might be people that said, oh, I have to smoke a joint every day. But I mean, there are people that say the same about coffee or say the same about working out every morning before they go to work or like those are habits. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it, it can be habit, habit, um, habit forming, mm -hmm. but it's not addictive because uh, there are specific, um, like specific signs or things that we observe in the brain once there is an addictive molecule in your brain, such as cocaine, caffeine, uh, nicotine. Those are very addictive. Yeah. THC is not addictive. It's having forming, but you can make a habit of absolutely everything yeah <laughs> uh, and, and you can have, yeah. uh, and you can have high tolerance but it's not addictive it's different yeah uh, so that's one of the problems that you can solve with cannabis uh, it, it reduces your craving for other drugs like tobacco nicotine caffeine uh, cocaine and, and, or opioids uh, that's I why I, I totally see now why pharmaceutical companies would not want you guys in the market. I mean, really, <laughs> right? Yeah, be, yeah. The yeah. research is and out there. Is where is uh, so th that's one of the issues. Also, uh, as a recreational drug, uh, you need a lot less than taking alcohol. Like with five milligrams of THC, you can feel euphoria and feel happy or any benefits that you think you get from alcohol you can get it from a low dose of thc which is extremely cheap yeah uh alcohol companies don't like that because you can spend hundreds literally thousands of dollars in a bottle of wine or champagne or whatever or go to a bar and drink and spend a lot of money and uh, that 
alcohol companies, the alcohol industry doesn't like that because you need to take a lot of beer. You can have 30 beers if you really want to, yeah. but you cannot have that much THC. Yeah. Anyway, so what, that's one of the issues that I see that you can uh, solve cannabis. Of course, there's going to be alcoholism, alcoholism and problems like that. And, uh, and hopefully we can reduce it with the introduction of a drug that is less addictive. Yeah. Um, the other issue is the sleep. So that's very, the sleep industry is a billion and multiple billion industry. Uh, there are many drugs out there and I was victim of the pharmaceutical industry. I use from, it started with NyQuil, uh, or uh, herbal supplements like uh, uh, just natural melatonin, valerian root, and all of those compounds. However, THC is extremely effective with the sleep disorders. It's very, very effective. It has been proven. And with very low amounts of THC, you can induce sleep, which is pretty amazing. And uh, there is some misconception out there that uh, there are other cannabinoids. That's, well, that's a little bit more specific, but THC specifically has been proven to help with the sleep. And what we did in my company was like, okay, well, THC helps with the sleep. However, it's not perfect. Like nothing, like uh, nothing is perfect. THC also have um, some things that are not great about it. It's not like everything is perfect. It can like THC can improve your sleep, but it make you lower your REM sleep or rapid eye movement phase of sleep. And that sleep is essential for uh, in order to assimilate all new synapses created during the day, like it, it can, if you don't have REM sleep, that can hinder your learning, um, um, yeah. just learning new things, right? Because you have to assimilate all the knowledge that you absorb. It's like to really consolidate all those new memories and new synapses that you created during the day. Uh, and in order to really put it into your brain and, and uh, get the short-term memory into the long-term memory. And that's how you learn in your, your brain grows and you create more synapses. And um, if you only take THC during your sleep, you can affect that REM sleep. So what we do with in my company is we mix THC with other compounds that help you with REM. Oh, okay. So that's when we introduce the melatonin, the valerian root extract, the L-theanine, GABA. All those, some of them are neurotransmitters, some, are the, some of them are neurohormones, some of them are natural compounds that interact with your opiate receptors. But all of them um, in a mixture, in a special and proprietary mixture with THC help you to have your sleep plus REM sleep to have a more complete sleep rather than just taking cannabinoids. Yeah. So that's what we did because uh, as a far, as a scientist and a pharmaceutical person or a pharmaceutical scientist, uh, uh, I wanted to create a more complete product, yeah. right? Yeah, it makes sense. So that's one of the problems. And now the third, the third problem that cannabis can help with is anxiety mm-hmm. or stress. And some people is like, oh, but like I have read that if you take too much cannabis, you get very anxious and you go crazy. Yeah, yeah, you can, of course. But 
is all about the doses. It's all about how you take it, when you take it, and how much you take, right? Mm -hmm. So we develop an account, um, we develop um, uh, different products. Uh, we develop a line of products specifically for anxiety. Like we develop the brand for sleep, which is dreamt. Mm -hmm. We develop the one for recreational purposes, which is luchador, mm -hmm. uh, because I like lucha libre. <laughs> and we created the uh, stress relief brand, which is Quell, like Quell your anxiety, Quell your stress. And in this one, I went very into like uh, all these herbs that we use in Mexico and Latin America, uh, like Passiflora mm -hmm. uh, and, and Passion Flute Flower. Uh, or green tea and other other compounds, chamomile or manzanilla, mm -hmm. uh, lavender, lavanda or lavendula. So I use all of these uh, extracts from different plants to give you that stress relief or anxiety relief. Yeah. But I'm also using cannabinoids. In this case, I'm using a lower concentration of THC because that has been proven to help with anxiety. A low concentration of THC helps you for anxiety. Uh, but that that's that's a trick. Use a low concentration of THC. Uh, it uses CBD in a higher concentration and it uses CBG. And all of those cannabinoids have scientific uh, journal publications and clinical trials that prove that they're effective for stress relief, panic disorders, uh, panic attacks, and anxiety disorders. Mm -hmm. So I use a specific combination of three different cannabinoids, uh, plus these all other natural compounds and all of this in a simple formulation, which is a gummy or a tincture to help you uh, uh, with your stress relief. And you can take this formulation during the day. So that's, I created it specifically for people that work and it's I take it every day actually in the morning. Oh, uh, and it doesn't make you groggy. It doesn't make you feel high. It just make you feel good during the day. Nice. So those, and finally we have another brand coming which is for pain relief and a lot of like maybe grandma and moms and a lot you have heard a lot of people that uses cannabis for your sleep sorry for both for your sleep too but for pain mm -hmm. and uh that is also proven the thc and cbd cbd especially can reduce inflammation cbd is two times more potent than some steroids and 10 times more potent than salicylic acid or aspirin so CBD is very is a very potent anti-inflammatory and THC together in combination with CBD have been proven to reduce pain and inflammation. So um, I'm developing that's for last uh, line of development. Uh, we're just waiting on the, well, we're, we by now have 14 different SKUs. But we are in the pathway of growing our company to start developing this new uh, pain relief brand that we think is going to, uh, it is going to be patches, capsules, topicals, gels, uh, um, and um, everything that can help you to reduce and manage your pain. Oh my God. Now you get to do the patch. 
right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ríe, el último ríe mejor. Yeah, así es. <laughs> oh my God, it's like, take that, professor. <laughs> wow. Actually, a funny story, and I think I said it in the We All Grow Latinas uh, Founders uh, event, uh, that after I I decided to leave the PhD program and I started my company, I started having calls and emails and LinkedIn messages from peers at the PhD program, people that stayed and finished their uh, PhD. And now they are doctors in philosophy and chemistry asking me for jobs. <laughs> and, and I have to say, I'm sorry, you don't have the experience. That's like, right. What can I do? Like, uh, yes, you have a PhD, but yeah, oh, you don't my. have the experience. Right, <laughs> right. I, oh, wow. It's incredible. You know, I'm glad that you're doing this because it's so important for you to follow your path. Mm -hmm. Like you knew like, oh, no, professor. Uh, no. I, I, I think that you're very wrong in that, <laughs> in, in, in the, in the fact that, um, what I want to do does, doesn't allow you to be a, whatever, a doctor in, in chemistry, because you decided that no way. I'm glad that you chose your path and that you created a company that is going to help countless of individuals in all aspects, in all aspects. And, and I think here at Amiga Handle Your Shit is this is it like you are handling your shit like literally you you really found your passion and your worth you know and and how you using your skills your talent your knowledge as a scientist for the betterment of our humanity mm -hmm. because we many of us have a lot of pain many of us have anxiety especially now mm -hmm especially now and so how apropos that you have a product that can be accessible to all of us so where can we find your product we're in about 250 different stores around uh california um uh, since we we just started to like two two and a half years ago uh, but we have grown a lot. <laughs> there are some companies that have been in the market for three years, four years, and they're in 30 dispensaries. Mm -hmm. Like I have met people that even people that have um, um, started with an investment of $3 million. And now we started with a, a fraction of that. Like I'm, I'm Mexican. I know what to do. Do it <laughs> smart. I don't need like, uh, like, I, I see a lot of these companies like, oh, we have to make gummies or we have to make beverages. And they spend thousands, hundreds of thousands or maybe a million dollars in double, uh, buying an equipment because they don't know otherwise how to do a product. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, like I know how to do this. Like I'm a scientist. And I actually started this company with a friend from the PhD program. She actually finished, she finished a PhD program before me. But between me and her, uh, we are like, we can figure this out. We don't need a million dollars in equipment. We can do this. Like we are women, we are extremely capable mm -hmm. and we can figure things out. We don't need like all this equipment and expensive materials to do what we have to do. And 
uh, I'm comparing myself with companies that raise a lot of money now actually know a company that is out of the market by now and they were never in over 30 dispensaries we are in 250 uh with a fraction of the money that they invested because we really know how to spend all of resources mm -hmm. I mean we're smart I'm <laughs> yeah no and and yeah, I like between because between me and my partner Dr. Janice Babush we handle everything like we have our guys that help us with sales and kind of go in and talk and you know the business thing part uh but we handle all the production we manage the difficult part of it like we um we create all the quality insurance uh, programs we deal with all of our uh production employees with all the uh procurement of materials packaging designs new recipes like everything everything on that of course that's not the like the companies of course have to have marketing have to have finance have to have sales and a lot of politics but the core of it is between me and, and another uh, female founder. Así es. puede. <laughs> you know, like this is amazing. This I love this conversation. We we get to have women like you on this podcast to illustrate that it's possible. You know, you didn't even know how to speak English and you came <laughs> to the country and look at you now look at you now i'm so so excited for everything that you're going to be doing and you already have and you know i think uh we might have to have you back again after you you release <laughs> the pain relief <laughs> oh and by the way if you want to get our products you just go to our website uh cncialabs.com and uh you look for the brand that you're interested in luchador brand which is recreational and we sell gummies and tinctures we are planning to release um uh joints <laughs> pre-rolls pre-rolls yeah pre-rolls uh we have the dream line which is for your sleep we have a beverage a gummy a tincture and an inhalable all of them very effective for your sleep we have well for anxiety currently we have a gummy and a tincture we're planning to release more products in the future but you click on the product either if you want something for partying something for sleep or something for anxiety and then you go to the store locator and then it tells you exactly where to find it or which services like you know like there is uh platforms that are like instacart but for cannabis yeah so we have a couple of those and you can um buy the product through those um uh, services wonderful now this podcast is global so if someone does not live in california can they get access to this unfortunately no okay. not right now because of uh the regulations in california it only they only allow you to produce and sell in the state where you are making the cannabis. So uh, we are planning to expand into Nevada, uh, Michigan, um, New York, other states, uh, but yeah. it takes time. Yes, oh, <laughs> I know. We're planning to, to expand. We have a lot of people that are in, even in Canada, like, oh, you have to come to Canada your products we receive emails every day about like i 
there is nothing that makes me sleep but your vaping. And I have to go to California to get it. So yeah, we can only sell in California. We are trying to expand. Uh, we have people all around the United States and from another country telling me that I should uh, be there already. I know, um, they need to change the law here in the United States. Yeah, they need to change it. Uh, we're planning in maybe uh, developing products with CBD only, mm -hmm. uh, but I, I'm faithful yeah. <laughs> with my THC products. They're very effective, but we are trying to find some options for people that wants to buy our product all around the United States. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love that. I love that. And I'm glad that um, there are opportunities. And so I'm so grateful that I get to be in your circle and um, oh, yes. part of, be a part of you, of your team. Yeah. And now I'm here. Jackie <laughs> is one of my investors for my company. I'm yeah. very proud that Jackie is actually my first Latina and Latina together with her husband. They're the first Latinos uh, in, in our investor round. So I'm very happy. I'm very proud of bringing the Latin power into my yes, company. Yes. Amen. I know there's going to be so much wonderful things. I mean, my, my draw to it is on the medical side, because as a lawyer, not anymore because I completely changed the trajectory of my life. Mm -hmm. um, there was a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress. And I wish I had something like this that could have helped me, you know, and I know that for my husband as well, like, you know, using these products are going to help him also as well. And when you're in a high stress, high demand type of role, mm -hmm. um, uh, it's important to pick a brand that is in alignment with you. Mm -hmm. And I, and I really am super grateful that I get to be a part of this uh, with CNCL Labs and you guys are amazing. And so before I let you go, I want to um, find out if you could, if you have one or two tips on how an Amiga can handle her shit. Well, it might sound like a cliche, but found your passion um if your passion is money well find ways to found <laughs> to find that passion that money right uh but i i was true to myself from the beginning uh i wanted to be a scientist and it can be that you want to be an artist or you want to uh focus on in, in social um um areas uh but if you, I'm a chemist, I'm a scientist, and I was lucky enough to find ways to make profit out of it. But I think that's what happened when you are very passionate about, passionate about something, mm -hmm. right? So find your passion, but don't just sit around waiting for people to come knock your door and say, hey, hey, do you have passion for something? <laughs> like, that doesn't, doesn't work. You have to, and, and being in passion also means you have to be an expert on that. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to uh, be, 
a social worker would learn about that, learn about how to help people, learn about the different institutions that can help you grow as a social worker. If you are in marketing, learn marketing tools, be on the top of what are the tools that you can use, the companies that can help you grow, classes that you can take, uh, do networking. Just don't sit around waiting for, I mean, God to come and say, oh, and, and hear, I don't know, uh, a holy music and bells and, oh, we are going to help you. No, that's not going to happen. If you just sit around wanting and and waiting, and I know that maybe people is like, oh, I'm just going to pray and I'm just going to really want it very hard, but you and don't no do action. anything towards your goal. Yeah. yeah. No, it takes it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. Uh, sometimes I, when I started my company, I have to work for free. Um, and I know a lot of people don't like that, but sometimes you have to do sacrifices and I have to, and, and it was very humbling because I was like, I was in a PhD program. I have been studying for 20 years and now I have to work in projects where I'm either being paid very little, uh, but that helped me to learn in the process. Uh, I, I took that like. Every time you have an opportunity to learn something, even if you are going to do a project that is just a, a project that you are going to do it voluntarily, you are going to learn something. It's like your own uh, internship. You create your own internships. Like if you're in marketing, you can be like, oh, I'm just going to help you. And, and you learn in the process. And it's like you're like paying uh, or you're getting a workshop for free. Like go there, don't don't be afraid, don't sit around. And if you have a passion, uh really embrace that passion. Learn uh and work hard because it's hard. It's hard, but it's rewarding. Uh who knew I was going to own a multi-million uh dollar company <laughs> right now? Well, it's not like I have pounds for money sitting around, right? I mean. Uh, but we are creating a lot of profit right now. Uh, we um, this year on run rate is over two million. So I never imagined. And and once I translate that into pesos, I'm like, wow, what? <laughs> what? what? Um, <laughs> yeah. So nobody imagined. I didn't imagine I was going to do this, but and it took a lot of work. Uh, but I'm here. Yeah. I'm not stopping and I'm learning every day. I still learning and every every time I have a, a project that wasn't as successful as I thought it was going to be, I just take it as a learning experience and I now know what not to do. Yeah. Uh but it, it helps me to keep growing. Absolutely. Oh my God. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, you know, finding our passion. I think for some people it's a little bit more difficult, but it's necessary. If you want to succeed in your life, you do need to find your passion. And 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 my and what I'm thinking is that once you know your passion, you work, you work whatever hours you gotta go, but but it goes by and it's not like like it doesn't have to have anxiety attached to it. Cause if you love what you do, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. 
something that, that I, I tell to actually I was talking with my nephew um, because he was he told me I'm just preoccupied I'm just preoccupied and I say well being preoccupied is like just you are not occupied you're just wasting your time before you are actually occupied what about you start being occupied yeah. rather than just being preoccupied <laughs> like do something yeah. that that's kind of like that that erases your anxiety if every day before going to bed you said i did what i could with what i have i think you 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 can really lower the levels of stress because you really did something but if you just spend all day preoccupied about something without doing nothing without being occupied it it just builds up until you cannot sleep, but you can take dram. You, <laughs> you take quail, and that's it. <laughs> and then on that note, yeah. <laughs> and if you want to forget about everything, take luchador and get super high. There, what, and there party around <laughs> in, in wonderful wrestling events where we threw wrestling events around California. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> yes. Oh, amigas, their their luchador uh, product is especially perfect for when you want to go and be a luchador <laughs> <laughs> oh thank you so much so much carolina and i love this conversation and amigas you know just follow your passion and and just really really um find that and do something about it don't just sit don't mm -hmm. just sit yeah. yeah and sometimes passion is uh a purpose like if you have a purpose you can find ways to to get to that goal like even if you are not passionate right now you will find it once you see a a, a clear goal and a clear purpose yeah yes absolutely well thank you so much carolina and i get to talk to you more often nowadays yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome All right. Ciencia Labs, team. Yes, Ciencia Labs. Thank you so much for being on Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.